Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on Earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org hero. Don't miss the 10 for $10 produce sale this week at Safeway. Get select produce like large Haas avocados, mangoes, cucumbers, large lemons, green, red, or yellow bell peppers, or 16-ounce bags of Signature Farms baby peeled carrots for only a dollar each. Also this week at Safeway, select meats or buy one, get one free. Get items like Signature Farms 80% lean ground beef or 16-ounce containers of Jenny O 93% lean ground turkey, burger patties or Italian-style or taco-style ground turkey. Buy one, get one free. Visit Safeway.com for more great deals. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino, uh, 680 The Fan and Atlanta Braves Radio Network here. Um, you know, we've had a good discussion so far on some of the uh, trends as far as social media, um, what uh, KPIs you need to focus on. So let's bring in, uh, Nick, I know you've got a special guest that uh, has uh, made a living as an expert in this space, and I think it'd be a great opportunity to uh, to kind of see what's truly happening today and even behind the scenes, some of the things that we talked about at a high level, uh, but really see what's going on from the other side of uh, social media advertising. Yeah, I'm, I'm very honored to have uh, my younger brother, Mike, on right now. First off, I want to congratulate him. Uh, he recently had a beautiful baby girl with his wife, Alex, so I want to congratulate them. I think he's uh, lacking sleep right now, so we caught him at maybe a bad time, but, but that's okay. We've all gone through. So, um, Mike, why don't you uh, just introduce yourself and, and just set up the path, uh, career path that got you where you are um, and let people know what you do right now. Hey, guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. So for the last, say, about 10 years, uh, I've been working in social media advertising. I've worked at five of the biggest agencies that exist in the world. So um, some of my clients that I deal with are uh, Uber, Meta, Procter & Gamble, Volkswagen, so, you know, some pretty big-time players in the space. Um, again, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been essentially leading their paid social media strategy, um, spending, you know, well, well over $100 million in, in social media, you know, in the last 10 years, really guiding those big brands into their national and, at some levels, global strategy for social media. So, a lot of experience, other than a lot of money spent. Yeah. Um, you know, well, it's nice to see that one of the Constantino boys has made it. So, yeah. hey, radio, radio show aside, this is it. so so Mike, do me a favor. I love that it's multiple spaces: consumer goods, automotive, social media. You know, I love the, the gig economy. But most people, I don't think, know. Will you do me a favor and just rattle off those agencies, maybe those top five, just so people have an idea of, of, of who's doing this? Not necessarily in order you work for them or anything, but I think it's important to set up who who some of these big players are. Was Omnicom, which is a you know they're a global. Yep. There's there are five very big ones. Omnicom is one of them. Uh, the other one was at Mediacom, which is part of WPP, which is I think they own the biggest advertising spend yep. globally per year. It's in those you know like tens, probably hundreds of billions. They spend a lot of money um, with some of the biggest brands. I'm currently at Publicis, which is another one. You know they're just ginormous mega conglomerate corporations that have you know multiple different brands under them. You know, these guys are spending hundreds plus million on advertising 
And we're seeing a lot of that, you know, year over year, that change is flowing more into social and more into the digital space. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things we talk about here. Like ultimately for the listeners of the show, uh, they're not dealing in hundreds of millions. And what we talk about now probably won't affect them for, for, for years to come. It's just how it works. Uh, but that being said, if you want to be out ahead of it, this is the space to look at for what's happening in social media. Um, so obviously great, great background on what you have. Um, I think it's important now to talk about what, what's changed over the past 18 months. Cause that's what Trip and I were really talking about is Musk buying Twitter. It's changed a bunch. Yeah. Let's start with that. What's, what's your insider take on, um, you know, the Twitter acquisition, and, and how do you see the landscape changing in the next, uh, let's just say, immediate three to six months? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting with Twitter because as a as a platform compared to some of the other big shots, you know, the Snapchats, Instagrams, TikToks of the world, I would say they they didn't focus as much on on monetizing their platform as the other as the other platforms did. It was a lot more like a trusted space where people go can go and save their stuff. So I think what Musk is going to try to do is kind of like bring that monetization back a little bit, find ways to, you know, the the big thing in the space, like I've talked about with Nick before, is eyeballs and attention is what matters, right? You're you're living in a time where I don't have the exact, you know, reference on me right now, but in the last few months, digital media has surpassed traditional media and the amount of time spent per day. So you have users spending so much time on their phones and they need content to consume. And, you know, wedged inside of that content is where advertising is created because you have eyeballs. Eyeballs lead to advertising dollars. So um, I think, you know, as, as Twitter starts to shift, I know just yesterday or two days ago, uh, Musk talked talk about bringing Vine back. Now, Vine is interesting because it was kind of ahead of its time. It was that video short now, and that's what TikTok is. Right. Um, uh, what's it called? YouTube Reels on Instagram, been, yeah. Yeah, Reels on Instagram. YouTube has started YouTube shorts. So, you know, TikTok kind of, really revolutionized that from a paid media perspective because what they did was they they changed the algorithms into how people were consuming where previously on instagram it was based on people you're following and that's why people like the kardashians made so much money because they have 10 million followers now what the algorithms do is they track content graphing right so if you're watching videos about autom automobiles you're going to get more posts about automobiles so that's why you know it's kind of changing the footprint of how social media is working because a lot of people now like if you have content and you can create you should right so companies if you know like a car dealership for example put as many videos out as you can of you touring the new ford bronco look at its features its specs the more videos you put out the more potential eyeballs you can capture yeah that's great mike right? and, and one of the things we talked about was kpis so t talk about that talk about for an automotive industry what are the kpis that you got to look for here what are the things you know obviously impressions is that important compared to engagements reshares what are the metrics that you your clients put on you to gauge success with things like videos and content yeah that's a great question and i think it's like twofold i think you know with the deprecation of cookies which is tracking like what we've been seeing and what's going to continue to happen the the industry is slightly shifting it used to be very heavily geared towards this you know consumer direct response you know they're finding at they're finding signals based on your consumption behavior and then they're serving ads to you based on that right so you know when i was working on volkswagen this is maybe six years ago at this point you know our main kpi was leads right so we're serving ads with the goal to get you know who who clicked the build the model? Who clicked the explore the specs of a car, right? And you could track that stuff. But now is that stuff slowly dissipating because you can't be tracked anymore? A lot of the metrics are becoming, you know, who, how many people are we reaching? Are we hitting our demographic properly? Are we getting enough video completions, right? Because content is great, but if you have people watching content, it's good. You want to watch it in full, but like, are they taking the key point away from that, right? So yeah. no, I love, I like love that. Watch it. 
I love the yeah. video completion idea because I mean that really truly gets into engagement. You have an engaged audience, and we're we definitely were talking about the uh, the move away from leads and that leads can be a uh, you know very much a vanity and false metric out there. Yeah, are you using so you have an idea? Do you watch the videos and say, look, people tailed off at this point. This is what you did wrong to drive people away. Is that is that a metric? Yeah, I think the so video completion is huge. That that's actually a signal that we're starting to use in the industry. Um, like Trip said, to talk about you know this is an engaged user that's taking away our messaging. But again, like going back to the creative, your messaging is very important, right? We, we, when we analyze creative, that we we find out that like if within the first fifty percent of your post, if your key message can be taken away, there's a higher chance you're going to succeed and break through with each user, right? If someone's sitting there watching a two minute long video and they're watching two-minute-long videos all day, like, you have to have content that sticks and things that are memorable. And it kind of goes back to the days of, like, those jingles, right? Like, get it in their heads so they remember. And it's not just consuming it. It's consuming it memorably because that can drive action in the future. Well, one of my thoughts is, you know, what what's the one thing, the, the number one thing you would um, tell, you know, small to mid-sized businesses to really be thinking about next year? Yeah, I would say it's kind of like I talked about before, like content, content, content. If, if you have content and you can film it and you can get it out there and get it across these social platforms, I mean, like we talked about, you're talking hundreds of millions of people on these social platforms, even in the local markets, right? In the city of Atlanta, you know, there's probably a few million people across all of the different social platforms that are actively engaging and consuming content. So, you know, there's a route to use paid media where you pay for your ads, but as we discussed with the content graph changing, if you can put out and put out and put out content, you can be successful. And the more eyeballs you get on it, the more following you have as you keep growing, you you know, you gain more. And suddenly people are watching your content just because it's cool. And, and that's good because then they're sharing and they're getting it out to more people. So the more posts that you have, even, you know, like these influencers and these content creators, that's what they do. They're not successful by putting out one post a week. They're putting out multiple posts a day. Get as much exposure as you possibly can. Because, again, with the content graph, it's not necessarily these are only the people that are following me, so that's who's gonna, who is going to see it. With the TikToks, the, real, the Instagram reels of the world, just build as much content as you can. And it'll start paying off for you. Yeah. And, and Mike, I'm glad we're actually having this conversation on the podcast because we signed off the conservative talk radio portion of this. <laughs> so, you know, the, one of the big things is is distrust and false information across social media channels. Um, I know, you know, you can talk about the attack on Pelosi's husband and, and just even what Elon Musk said and, and these conspiracy theories going around and letting and letting Trump back on the platform. What is social media doing? What are the big companies doing to address this? How does it affect marketing? And what do you see happening in the next couple of years? Oh, man, you really hit me with the hard one there. That's uh... <laughs> And you're on I mean, the record, honestly, so make sure you get that, this right. No, I'm just kidding. That's a question that, honestly, every everyone's trying to solve because no one knows what's going to happen, you know? Like, especially in the world of, of deprecated cookies, like, where is this data? Who's going to own it? You know, there's there's theories that now Apple is going to be the one that they own all that data, so maybe they're going to start selling data to people because they're the owners of it now. So it's, it's an interesting world, but um, I don't know where I see it going is I, I just see more people spending more time on it engaging in more ways than before you know as as i know this is a, a big topic but as like the metaverse and these like alternate worlds keep becoming more of a reality that's more time and more space where there's going to be more eyeballs and more availability for advertising so social media is certainly going to play into that if you think the metaverse is going to exist and social media is not going to be tied to it like you're kind of crazy because it's they're going to be one in the same right. they're going to you know everything you do in the metaverse is social gonna, 
Everything no, you do in the, in the metaverse is social, and, and just because it's a, a metaverse, it's still a form of media. You're still consuming with your eyes, your ears. It's still media. So I think it lends itself to exactly what it is. Um, but but yeah. but again, is it is it something that you know? Are you guys having conversations about what what marketing you're attaching your messaging to? Are there things you look out for? Are there platforms you try to avoid? Um, obviously, don't just talk about accounts you cover. Just your whole agency. Are there things you stay away from? Are those conversations happening, or is it just let's consume these eyeballs and match them up with the right people? Yeah, it, it's the right people, but it's, it's also the right content. Again, like a lot of what we're doing lately, um, when I first started in the industry, it was a lot of like, take your television commercial and cut it down so that it could fit on social media. But what they're seeing is that like that, that's not necessarily like driving the breakthrough you need. You want to hear it from a person. You want to hear a trusted source. You don't want to hear a corporation, you know, spitting their corporate agenda to people. You want to hear a trusted, you know, like um, uh, uh, if you're a car dealer, like you want a, a trusted car person, someone that maybe they do car reviews or something like that as part of your advertisement. You don't want it to be just this like branded corporate commercial. You want it to be creators that it looks like these are people that are just putting out videos. But, you know, all of a sudden the main point of that video is like go buy the new Ford Bronco because it's awesome. Here's all the cool features. Last question from my end, then I'll let Nick have the final word with you. But, um, you know, a lot of people we, we talk about, do testing, all right? So you may not be ready to jump in full bore, obviously, with what you do for your clients, uh, Mike. But, you know, if you think about um, businesses that jump in and start to doing some tests, one of the things is, yes, you can do it a lot quicker on social media, but what's a reasonable test period that someone should think about so that they don't, I mean, a lot of times we see people test and they, they don't give it enough one time. Thin, yeah. So what, what, what would you say if someone's going to test some things in social media platforms, how would you go about just the, the timing and the link to get some good results out? Yeah, so, you know, that it, it's it's kind of like a few different tactics. Like, I think one, like you said, is it, pretty quick and easy. They call it just like A-B testing, right? Like, you put out two posts, which one's getting the better views, the better clicks, you know, whatever KPI you're going for. And then you kind of, like, analyze that, take out the key pieces and try to keep building, keep A-B testing and keep understanding, right? Like, what what is driving the metric I want, right? If it's video completions, is the key message in the beginning driving it? Is the key message in the end driving it? You know, how long are we keeping people's attention? You'll notice on social media, attention spans are, I mean, as, as quick as they come, right? That's why it's important to have that good content and have it upfront in the beginning because, like, your average user is not going to watch a 15-second post. Like, maybe they'll watch seven seconds before their ADD kicks in and they're moving on to the next one. My goodness, that's so depressing. It's, it really is. And, and is. I'm a victim of it. I mean, I completely lost track of what you were talking about. My mind drifted right here. I, I get it. I just, it's unbelievable yeah. that how, how short attention spans are. And I can't imagine anyone to think they're going to get longer. Yeah, but you know what's interesting that I've always thought about this is, like, people's attention spans have always been that short. When commercials come on, you think people are just staring at the, those commercials straight through. They're on their phones. They're doing other things. They're going to the bathroom. They're getting snacks. I think that what, what social media gives you is the scale and the cost to reach those users multiple times. You know, it might cost $30 of, on a CPM to hit them on TV, but if it costs $3 on social media, sure. you can have them hit them 10 times before you're hitting your cost threshold, right? So if you hit someone 10 times, then you're increasing the chances that they're going to see it and consume see it. it. So that's sure. where social kind of changes a little bit is it's not as much like, oh, we saw one commercial, did we watch it? It's like we're building constant exposure. The big companies like the ones that I'm working for, 
they're building that exposure across programmatic, yeah. across all of the social platforms, and they're getting you know hundreds of millions of impressions that are all building on top of each other to build brands and build features of products for, for them to sell. It's almost subliminal, right? Like you're hitting them so many times yeah. that they don't even realize that they're consuming it. And, and I think, you know, it, as, as much as that sounds like it's, it's you know, kind of scandalous to kind of do that way, I mean, most most marketing is subliminal. The best marketing messages are ones that you don't realize that you had an, that it had an impact on you. So, um, all right, so let's leave it with this. How's it being a daddy? It's great, man. It's, it's tiring, but it's, you know, it, it's wonderful. She's my daughter's beautiful, and I I couldn't be any happier. Oh, that's fantastic, Good, bro. Well, hey, Mike, congrats thanks. to you and Alex, my man. Yeah, thanks for joining us, and uh, congratulations, and uh, really appreciate your insight. And uh, it's great to have you on the Marketing Mad Men podcast. So appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Yeah, All right, bye-bye. bye. Don't miss the 10 for $10 produce sale this week at Safeway. Get select produce like large Haas avocados, mangoes, cucumbers, large lemons, green, red, or yellow bell peppers, or 16-ounce bags of Signature Farms baby peeled carrots for only a dollar each. Also this week at Safeway, select meats or buy one, get one free. Get items like Signature Farms 80% lean ground beef or 16-ounce containers of Jenny O 93% lean ground turkey, burger patties or Italian-style or taco-style ground turkey. Buy one, get one free. Visit Safeway.com for more great deals. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on Earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org slash hero. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905. Excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind.